Welcome back to Blowing Hot Air with Silver and Cece, where we start sober and end high. Join us in our chaotic banter about relationships, school, health, and all that Gen Z bullshit. I'm going to touch on crystals for a little bit first. So Larry is the first person I met that had crystals and actually like believed in it. And I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> like I respected it and I, but I, I didn't personally believe in it. And that's fine. And then I remember kind of like how you said shrooms was such a spiritual like awakening for you. When I tripped on acid that first time with her, I remember holding one of her crystals and something felt different about it. I felt like I I was able to open my mind and open my heart center to the energies that crystals hold. I know that sounds so like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Like I'm thinking about how I how I was years ago but the way I see it now even if you don't believe in the energies that crystals hold and you don't believe in the healing properties they can still serve as a physical reminder I like to take a handful of crystals to yoga with me I don't remember I'm so bad at like yeah I do I I I do yoga occasionally I I'm trying to do it more I did it in my hometown with my friend in high school a little bit. Um, we even did it in gym class sometimes, which is fun. And now I do it at my uh, campus gym. They have classes that are really good. There's like this beautiful room that the sun comes in. I would do it before. Um, I would do like 8 a.m. yoga before my 9 a.m. class because my class is also right there. So it got me out of bed and it got me like to class on time and feeling good loved that anyway I was also kind of nervous to bring my crystals with me the first time because I was like what if people think I'm weird but it doesn't matter so I would bring crystals that promoted balance good intentions strength whether physical or mental focus was really big for me especially because I wasn't getting treated for ADHD yet So I was having a hard time with my mind wandering during practice. I'm not going to say the crystals did it for me or anything, but they served as a physical reminder. Yeah. So I would be, I'd be on my mat transitioning into a pose and I would like the crystal would catch my eye and then that would bring my mind back to the purpose of my practice. So I love it for that. That's, that's why I like my crystals. Also, they're fucking pretty. (laughs) I like looking at them. One of my favorite things to do with my crystals is to make moon water, which Larry showed me how to do. And then I put, I made this cute little illustration in my journal. Have I shown you this before, Silver? No. Oh my God, I love it. Hold on, let me find it. How to make moon water. Oh, it's so cute. And then I drew out, I wrote up the steps and I made little icons. And then I made a little calendar of the full moons and what signs they were in. um, And put that in there. Can you text me a picture of that? For sure. Dope. Thanks. It's not comprehensive. So if you want to learn more, look up some more. This This is just the gist, how to make moon water. Number one, you find a jar 
or just kind of any vessel. I've used even just a Tupperware or like a spray bottle or something. And then you choose a source of water. Again, it can be anything from bottled water to tap water to I used rainwater once. That was cool. Then you'll want to cleanse your jar or container with sage or lavender or rosemary just to clear out any negative energies and to neutralize. And then this is this is the important part. You set your intentions. And there's several ways to do this. It's the hardest part for me because everyone has so many goals at once. How do you pick a certain category or even just one? It helps to pay attention to which sign the full moon is in. So, for example, oh my god, dude. What's up? It's August 10th, the day that we're recording. Tomorrow is the next one. And you want to know what else? What? It's in Aquarius. I didn't even realize what day it was. I So I need to make moon water after this. <laughs> so the full moon tomorrow is in Aquarius. So what, what does that mean? Revolution. An Aquarius full moon can shed light on revolutionary ways in which we can show up better for ourselves and the greater collective. The full moon in Aquarius illuminates matters relating to justice, communication, and social responsibility. Okay, cool. I like that. So I'm going to base my manifestations off of that. Like whatever first pops up in my mind, you handwrite them onto a piece of paper, fold them up, choose some crystals that align with your intentions, and you can place them in the jar, in the water, or around the jar, and then you let it sit in the moonlight overnight, and it will harness the energy of the moon into that. So finally, you will use that charged moon water in any way that aligns with your intentions. I like to make tea with it. Oh, that's a good idea. You can add it to your bath. You can just drink it straight up. You can water your plants with it. Um, ooh, one that I really like is you can dip your paintbrushes in it for Aww. like cleaning or whatever. Or you can use it to clean crystals, whatever. Um, one time I even took it and I emptied out the Keurig canister and I just put my moon water in there and then I made coffee with it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Side note, be careful which rocks you submerge in water because some of them will disintegrate. Also, what do you usually use to store the water in? Like, do you put it in a mason jar? Do you have like a bucket? I got this cute oval shaped mini mason jar from Crate and Barrel. (laughs) It was on sale. Actually, no, I did pay for it. I I thought I might have. I wanted to steal it, but I didn't because I thought that might put some bad energy into it. (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah I have like I got this perfect little jar for it but before I got that I was just using random mason jars or uh, those I have these cute glass spray bottles from Target and then if you feel comfortable sharing any what are some intentions that you've put into your moon water I have most of them on my windowsill by my crystals Um, and it looks dope too because usually the water has some kind of condensation that bleeds onto the paper and it just I don't know it looks cool to me usually I will start out by thanking the universe for everything I've had it's almost like when you start a prayer at the dinner table you know thank you God for this food 
for being together, for being safe. Similar idea. Another good tip is to state things that you are hoping for in the future. State them as as if they were already true. That's a very strong way to manifest. I mean, you don't want to be cocky with it and you have to be realistic. But for example, um, I was manifesting that I would get some good grades. I said, thank you. I'm so thankful for all the opportunities the universe has given me. I'm so grateful for this education. And I'm so glad that I finished this semester with satisfactory grades, knowing that I put in my best effort. And I wrote this towards the beginning of the semester, but I was putting myself at the end and I was envisioning myself having achieved that. And that put that image into my mind when I'm studying or struggling to find motivation. Uh, one, one warning about moon water, then I'm done with the moon water. You do not want to make moon water on a total lunar eclipse because... A lunar eclipse is a time to release energy instead of harnessing it. Worth a little bit of research. Hmm. Do you have any crystals? I have citrine, amazonite, fluorite, selenite. I also have pyrite. Those are all good ones. Yeah. Do you have any favorites? I really love my amazonite. Me too properties of amazonite say less amazonite is the perfect stone for aquarians as both are ruled by the energies of uranus (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm i'm dead serious though about uranus (laughs) sorry (laughs) i have the fucking humor of a child middle schooler oh amethyst is also good for aquarius because it's the primary birthstone for aquarians do you have amethyst? I have amethyst that a friend gave me, but I think it's fake. I'm so skeptical about, like, fake stones and real stones. Mm. And if I don't feel it, I don't believe it. I don't know. I don't feel that amethyst. That's another reason why I like picking out my own crystals. I have been gifted some by close friends, and I appreciate that a lot. But there's something different about the crystals that you get to go into the shop and you get to pick them up and feel them. You know, they hand you, they're like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this type of stone. And then they hand you a bowl of it and then you get to pick up each one and decide which one is kind of calling to you. Yeah. I think that makes it more meaningful. And that's how you might be able to tell if they're genuine. Uh, I I also prefer to do that because... It's a way to support a small or local business rather than ordering them on online. Yeah, for sure. One of the reasons why I love my Amazonite, I think, is because out of all my stones and crystals, I never got too much in the habit of carrying them around with me. But my Amazonite, I have found myself keeping it in my purse or my pocket, whatever. And it's because of the communication Mm. that Amazonite is known to promote. I've shared before that I've been on this self-advocacy journey and even if people don't believe that it's magical or has has the power, you know, at least it serves as a reminder to speak up and voice my exactly. thoughts or whatever it is. So Exactly. Yeah. 
Do you have a favorite stone? I do very much like my apricot agate. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. That one's a fan favorite. I don't know why I just resonate so much with that. Probably because it's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. I also really like my hematite because hematite is really good for physical, like, cleansing your blood and stuff. So... I guess that would be my favorite. I also like my fluorite. Uh, what are the properties? So I can read it to you. Dude, you know what? So I just looked up like best crystals for a Gemini. The first one that comes up is agate. Cool. And you literally just told me about. I know. What yeah. is it called again? Per- a peach agate? Apricot. Apricot. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, same thing. Uh, sure, yeah. Anyway, okay, back to the fluorite. Fluorite is closely associated with the heart chakra. Perfect for people struggling with heartbreak or grief. It encourages positivity, balances the energies, and improves balance and coordination, both physically and mentally. So fluorite definitely came with me to my yoga practices for all of those things. Do we want to touch on our signs? Let's do it. I know we did pull up our co-star in episode one, part one, but let's let's go more into that. I have a note that simplifies how to read your chart because it can be very overwhelming when you don't know what everything is. And even I still don't really fully know what everything is. I made a quizlet about all the different. You made one or you found one? I made one. That's cute. I'm just going to run through this note and then you can talk about your chart how's that sound perfect perfecto so your sun sign is the one that most people know because it's pretty much you know it's your birthday the sun sign is who you are your role in life and your identity and your core but you can have other signs in different sections of your chart that control different things so yeah i'm a gemini but I have all these Aquarius tendencies and Sagittarius tendencies because they show up in my chart elsewhere. Your moon sign deals with your emotions, moods, and feelings. It also reflects your personality when you are alone and or comfortable. The rising changes every two hours, so it's important to have an accurate birth time. Your mercury is your intellect and communication style. Venus is love and romantic relationships, obviously. Mars is um, aggression, how you assert yourself, manage your ambitiousness, sex life, and anger. And then Saturn rules your responsibility. So knowing all of that, then you also need to know what it means to have different signs within those categories. And that's where CoStar comes in. (laughs) You have four planets in Aquarius, right? Yes. I Larry told me this. I have four planets in Aquarius too. That's crazy. No, there's a special word for it. It's like rare. And then because I also have four in my Gemini. That's also insane. So ha- both of those together is super rare and I forgot what it's called. I'm going to try to look it up. Well, for those of you wondering my chart. My sun is in Aquarius, my moon is in Aries, and my rising is in Aries, too. So I'm in Aquarius, Aries, Aries, 
And then my Taurus, uh, my Saturn, <laughs> my Saturn is in Taurus. My Jupiter is in Gemini. Mars Same. is in Scorpio. Pluto's in Sagittarius. I have Neptune, Uranus, and Mercury in Aquarius, and Venus in Pisces. Venus is in Pisces? Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, I looked it up. If you have four or more planets within a sign, it is called a stellium. Stellium. And I'm, I'm like oh, a... Oh, you told... A, I remember this now. I'm a double stellium? Super stellium? I don't know. I'm rare and I'm special. <laughs> Said the Aquarius. <laughs> oh, God. What are some traits or some maybe examples from your life that you think accurately reflect your chart? Aquarians are known for being humanitarians and pushing for revolution, making change. I care about the impact that my actions have and my choices have, and that's including like environmental impact. I try to be conscious. So while I was at school, I made a bunch of investments in like moving away from single-use plastics so transitioning to like shampoo and conditioner bars and toothpaste tablets non-paper paper towels so like reusable tape uh, paper towels that sort of thing mm-hmm. and i would get such ridicule from my roommates i'm kind of sensitive as it is so i would kind of get like butt hurt or like embarrassed but not really actually i don't know well, it's not I just, like you're doing anything wrong yeah no i just they just like poked fun at it a lot i feel like me choosing to do my <laughs> yo i hate how this sounds just like me choosing to be my own person like be an individual stand out from the crowd be yourself yeah i feel like that really falls in like under the category of being an aquarius but like i'm also just fucking weird i think my personality hasn't quite come out to its full extent on here yet because i'm still warming up to this format (laughs) but um i'm just a really big goofball i'm not serious even though i sound (laughs) i'm not serious i know i sound so monotone i don't know why um i'm I'm nervous i also feel like aquarians are just like kind of confusing and i feel like i'm confusing misunderstood maybe just misunderstood mom (laughs) it's not a phase mom and then i have my aries my aries moon aries rising the way i think about aries because larry is an aries which i think is funny because that shit rhymes (laughs) (laughs) she describes it as just childlike joy and energy i think you are very much like you have your inner child not so inner oh yeah but let's not forget aries are fire signs they can be feisty too oh very when yeah, they're, provoked. they're gonna fight they're gonna fight what about you cc do you have some exam i mean i'll spit one out right now cc being her gemini self the amount <laughs> she's putting her hands up in the air right now <laughs> the amount of hobbies you take on dude like you're just okay 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 that was the first thing i was gonna say everything except for church on sundays 
Okay. Are you not so? Though? Like she just can do what anything. I, what I was going to say and what I have just typed into our outline. <laughs> My son is in Gemini. The traits of Gemini really correlate with the traits of ADHD. <laughs> yeah, that, that would make because sense. Because Geminis have very scattered energy. They're very curious. They like to explore all kinds of different interests. And that is true to me through and through, probably because of both of those things about me. I have so many hobbies. I will pick one up, hyper fixate on it for a while, put it down. You know, it's a cycle. And then I'll sometimes, yeah, it's a cycle. So I'll come back to guys old hobbies so she crochets that's how you know she crochets that's what i was gonna fucking say dude the fucking psychic shit stop i was that was the next thing i was gonna say i started crocheting when i was little and i recently just started picking i just picked it back up psychic shit um so yeah that's that's the gemini in me and then i also have a lot of aquarius as you know it's evident in my intuition my psychic abilities <laughs> i think i have i think i have above average intuition aquarius also makes me more observant and maybe a little more detached which can which can be a, a good thing when you're analyzing situations you can see it from a different perspective so i consider that a strength sometimes um but yeah i am like the poster child of Gemini absolutely hands down I so I found my other quizlet that I made you know I just bringing it back to me because I just love talking about myself so much (laughs) I'm an Aquarius Aries and then CC is a Gemini Aquarius Aquarius so Aquarius positive traits so this would suggest you know a healed Aquarius they're intelligent, inventive, humanitarian, friendly, altruistic, and reformative. And then some of the negative traits, um, emotionally detached, which is Cece just touched on, scatterbrained. I feel like that matches you and me both so well. Irresponsible so and impersonal. I feel like emotionally detached and impersonal kind of go hand in hand. And then irresponsible, that resonates with me so much because I'm so impulsive. For Aries, we have some positive traits being brave, direct, fearless, independent, deep sense of justice, natural leader, and then some negative traits that an Aries can have um, includes aggression, self-centeredness, being pushy, inconsistent, bad-tempered, and selfish. It's interesting that Aries have an affinity for justice because Larry, the Aries, is going for law school. Oh, yeah. She is. Natural leader. And then for Gemini, some positive traits we've got are intelligence, adaptability, being agile, communicative, informative, and connective. I feel like Cece's very intelligent, so I would... I attest to that. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but I am pretty smart. Period. That's all. Yeah, period. That's all I have to say, really. (laughs) That is where the period is. Some negative traits that a Gemini can have 
include being talkative, deceptive, exaggerating, cunning, superficial, and inconsistent. Me, me, me. <laughs> really? Me. Which one do you feel out of here? I'll like send you a lot of these negative traits are also ADHD traits. Sorry. So it's the Gemini plus the ADHD that makes me talkative. Go to Pisces. I want to see Pisces. My best friend from home is a Pisces. So we shouldn't be friends. Mystical, intuitive, creative, romantic, compassionate, sensitive, escapist. Oh my gosh. I knew a Pisces that would just try to fucking escape all of their problems in it wait 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 was it the fact that they were trying to escape their problems or was it the way they escape their problems because both because everyone kind of escapes their problems some way or another in my mind water signs across the board they just have these emotions that are like tidal waves like they just they're huge and they crash and they don't know what to do with them they don't know how to process them how to interpret them and that gets them into a lot of trouble because they get i feel like they get left feeling very overwhelmed and chaotic this pisces in in particular (laughs) not a person a pisces a pisces (laughs) (laughs) i feel this is like pretty self-pitying they just were incapable of confronting any of the, their emotions because they're so big and powerful that they couldn't it was easier for them to just like oh what's it called when you like push something inside <laughs> <laughs> internalize like internalize it right oh yeah sorry sorry no that's okay i, I feel s- like they. W- i said that's what she said in my head and it made me laugh oh, <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> they would just internalize it just push it so far down and not ever let it out because they couldn't address it and then that would outcome in projection and they were inflicting all of their own problems onto other people because there was no they didn't allow any other outlet so it's like not fair or healthy for themselves but it's also not fair or healthy to the people that they're around and then also my biological dad was a pisces and if we're talking about escapist doesn't that ring true (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i'm so fuck a pisces i don't give a fuck okay no pisces men trash sorry I just can't do water signs, honestly. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them, but holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm floored. <laughs> oh, she's crying. Wow. <sighs> I feel like a Pisces right now. Tears. Shedding tears. Wait, actually, uh, maybe a water sign is more appropriate. I feel so feisty now. Oh my god, on this topic. Fucking water sign. That's signs. hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. I didn't know you felt so passionately about it. I do. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. 
don't hesitate to email us topic requests, questions, or whatever at silverandcc at gmail.com. That's silver, A-N-D-C-E-C-E at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out on socials and come back this Monday to hear the newest segment of Blowing Hot Air.